0: You're listening to the Driven by Design Awards A Wrap, Episode 12. I'm Mark Bergen, the founder of Driven by Design, and joining me tonight in a celebratory mood is Kirsten Mann. Kirsten, we got to 12.
1: Yay! Hey, Mark, how are you going?
0: Look, I'm going very, very well. Um, now, Kirsten, you're still the GM of Global Design Experience at AKinex. I am. Not that there's any doubt that, because <laughs> you've just come back from a conference with your team, haven't you?
1: That's, well, not just my team. It was half the company. But what's really interesting there is... You know, t- just over ten years ago, there was fifteen people who came to this hang on, conference. Hang on,
0: fifteen people. Now, I couldn't imagine you in a room in KL with fifteen people. How <laughs> right. many people were there?
1: Now there was about four hundred and fifty people.
0: That's almost like a world record, well, is it?
1: Well, speaking of world records, something that we actually did was break one of the Guinness World Guinness Book of World's Records while we were hang there. Hang on, how
0: do you break a Guinness Book of World Record with four hundred plus people? <laughs>
1: right. Well, we um, ended up laying down two thousand five hundred Guinness Book regular books and having this whole big domino chain awesome it awesome. was
0: amazing now I hope there's a video of that
1: there is, there and is. Has that been okay so you have gotta send me the link we've got
0: to put it in here with the podcast <laughs> okay. but let's go get into our projects I, I must say I'm kind of excited both because this is the 12th episode we're here at a, a beautiful beautiful restaurant trying to go do this this is just crazy I hope everyone enjoys the ambient sound We've got the whale music in the background. <laughs> We've got the guys at the, Jeppe, at the Japanese restaurant. Every time someone comes in, they do the ikikikimas. It's <laughs> fantastic.
1: It's <laughs> what's so happening.
0: I'm really excited because tomorrow I'm off to the Living Cities Conference here in Melbourne to see to see the next chapter in Naomi Milgram's vision for how does Melbourne be, uh, help develop its design culture. Now, for those of you that don't know Naomi Milgram, Naomi has been a stalwart of design and culture in Melbourne, throughout Australia, actually. And Naomi is uh, also the person who's fronted up to go make the M Pavilion, which is a beautiful temporary pavilion, very similar to the Serpentine Pavilion that, uh, that's in London, but actually a meeting place where people go talk around culture and design in the summer and the spring and summer months here in Melbourne. She's got a conference on tomorrow. I'm heading off to that, part. So I, I of air kind air. of feel like, <laughs> you know, this is the place to go. But we've got nine projects to get through. They're mainly in the Sydney Design Awards. The first project we're going to head off with is the Hayworths um, Sydney um, project done by Unispace.
1: And this was really interesting because when you, when you look at Haywoods, you I would know that name in association with flooring. Mm-hmm. And it just happens that it is still associated with flooring. But what was great when you look at this was it's kind of, what they've done is create this cafe space and by going in there you can actually see and feel how this would look in your home. So they're letting you experience the product directly.
0: And I think if we go look at it, cafe culture is everything. Even when we're having dinner tonight while we're recording the podcast, it's all about cafe culture, isn't it? You know, Definitely. And the idea of the ambience and the noise here adds more texture to what we're doing. The same thing here in a showroom. Don't just make the showroom a benign place that is kind of rather clinical. Make it somewhere where you're going to feel like you're, you're in, in a place where you belong. And what's interesting is it's expressed all the products so much better. Awesome work there done by the team at Unispace uh, for their clients um, at I, I think it's fantastic. But we're gonna move on to our next project here, Royal which is- Royal
1: Shores of Ermington. Royal Shores <laughs> at Ermington. Now this is
0: done by the Pace team.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I must say, I doff my hat every time I, I look at the projects that Pace do. As far as being people who know how to go do urban re, uh, rejuvenation or urban renewal or a brownfield site, these guys have got it absolutely licked.
1: Well, they're basically bringing life to an otherwise uninhabited area. Yeah. So, and we're hearing a lot of from the brown fields, the green fields, all the rest of it. Look,
0: well, you know, we're all living in fields. We're really just mushrooms that <laughs> have been planted, aren't we? So, but but what's in- interesting, I was speaking to the uh, marketing team at, at Pace today, and they told me about the fact that they actually got an Urban Task Force Award mm-hmm. um, this week was presented to them for best urban renewal. And I think that's great. Um, This is in the running for the Sydney Design Awards. We don't know where it's gonna sit, Mm -hmm. but um, really good to go see the early stage recognition that's taken place. And uh, let's just see how we go from there. Cool. Now, next project here is the Arcadia project by Defence Housing Australia and Hoyne.
1: Now, what I love about this is because they used to make housing just available for Defence, but now they're actually encouraging other people to join that community. And that's actually a pretty nice value prop, because imagine having an SAS person living right next door if something goes wrong.
0: Look, you know, I've come over for <laughs> a cup of sugar, or I need you to go and actually settle down my seven-year-old because he's going at mayhem, and you just want the SAS guy to move in, but, but there's also a texture thing there. Often what happens in Defence Force communities is that there's a huge amount of churn. There must be tremendous value in having the placemaking of people who are much longer hall residents, so you don't have that continual feeling about people churning. Um, I, th- I think that's great what they've been able to go do there.
1: Now we're going to go to Kingpin in North Stratfield, and I actually wish there was in Melbourne because. This was, um, it's a bowling alley that's been done in an old Arnett's Biscuit factory and it looks very cool and so what they've really done is trying to extend the entertainment experience. So what I love about this is, um, oh well as a side point, you know when I used to, um, people would say what did I do? Yeah. My um, side thing was that I was an Arnett Biscuit designer when I didn't want to tell somebody what I did. So this is also kind of resonates with me as well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a side tangent. <laughs>
0: you you have no idea how that's gonna turn up in the future, there, do you So So the global, uh, the GM for uh, Arnott Biscuit Design, all right, okay, that's that's gonna go last. But, but,
1: but yeah, what, what they've done is make bowling cool.
0: Yeah, and, and I think actually it. that's, what I like about these guys is they know that they're in the entertainment business, they know that hang time, desirability, repeat visitation, They're all factors in there. It's not just why you're actually playing with the Skittles, it's actually all these different experiences. Awesome project, I think has been really well executed. Two thumbs up there to the team at uh, Kingpin and AMF Bowling. I'm off now to the social corner.
1: And what are you doing there, Mark?
0: So the social corner here is a project between Mervac and ProSpace Design Studios. It's interior design retail. They've been saying to people, we want you to understand the placemaking experience that we've actually packaged up for you what better way to do it than actually give you a chance to sample it. And so I think they've done an awesome job here in demonstrating this is the life that you're going to move into. And that, I think, is the difference between going to a community where you know you're getting in early and it may never come versus going to somewhere that has a beautiful five-star placemaking policy. You know from the day that you move in, you're living in a community. Awesome work there at the Social Corner in Mervac. It's very clever. Like, I haven't
1: actually seen this done on one of these properties before. So, you'd go there and you think, this is actually going to be my home. Versus, oh, I'm in some dinky display home. Yeah,
0: it's more like going into a hotel and doing a familiar, uh, familiarization tour of a hotel.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I, I think it's fantastic there. But when are now going to head off to UTS?
1: At the um, University of Technology in Sydney. And They've done a massive rebrand effort, which you know, they've got you've got a fantastic video on your site. And what I think is really cool about that is they're really targeting their audience. They've gone and said, what does our future students, what would they want to see, what would appeal to them? And looking at this video, I think they've nailed it.
0: So you're a technical university and you've decided to go have an experience which actually comes down to algorithms it comes down to dynamic generation I think this brand is really well set from a strategy perspective to express that we're not a static organization we're a very dynamic organization Um, I like it it's great the team at Houston keep impressing me with the work that they that they do a couple of weeks ago we were speaking about their Qantas rebrand work that they've done I think this is another awesome project here at Houston. And you know, their motto is the clients ring up and say, We've got a problem. Of course, you can all Houston. I love that about them, yeah. So so let's go here to Archie, Rose, and Hiroshimi. Now, ever, ever heard of these guys?
1: Well I hadn't until I looked at your sign and looked through this. They kind of what's really interesting is they've done distilled gin and they've put it into this collectible work of art. So they've done created this kind of premium product that you'd actually want to keep the bottle. Because it just looks so beautiful. It yeah, actually it
0: is one of the it's one of those Versus pieces that you'd feel real pride mm. in having that bottle that you were drinking from.
1: Versus Malibu, <laughs> Malibu jewellery.
0: You're giving away <laughs> far too many things about yourself, your person. Yeah, but, but the team at Squatting here have done a really great job in helping to guide their client, who's obviously had a lot of courage to turn around and so say we want a unique gin experience, and they've been able to go package it up. Brilliant work here like it, it's a limited edition which makes it even more valuable. You've um, got to get it. I basically. love it. <laughs> okay. Now so, we're
1: going across to King Living oh, now.
0: There is, a, there is a touch of irony in this for me which I uh, which I find a magnificent. What, so um, King Living, their reputation is being able to make these lounge suites which are responsive to the changing needs of family.
1: So it's all about being able to have a lounge suite that will adapt to your environment and your family situation. Yep.
0: And, uh, and you can reconfigure it because it needs to fit the different needs at that time. They now have a responsive website, which is awesome because now they're meeting their customers with their marketing materials in the same way as they address their, their customers' needs when it comes to the Lamb Suites. Awesome work Land-tastic. here. The team at Ryzen have obviously helped them through this process beautifully. Love King Living, love what they've done here. Um, very, very impressive.
1: And our final one for today, next there's sydney trains vision
0: sometimes we get projects and you have absolutely no idea what they are by the title and i think this is one of
1: them (laughs) yes but what i think what was really cool here is that they've created this app which it looks like they've they're really trying to empower their station staff with equal or better information than the passengers have. Yeah.
0: And just like you've got, you've got the Uber for everything, you've actually got people who have got these journey planners for everything. Yes. And what's happened to the station staff is that they've now become probably the least informed people mm. because I've got things like City Mapper in my pocket, I've got Google Maps, I've got you know, <laughs> other apps which are helping me to go do my destination planning. But what you want is the person who's on the station who can go give you the most up-to-date, factual information of what's happening in the train network. The team at Sydney Trains here with the app joinery have done that, and it is absolutely awesome what they've been able to do here. Blown away by it. It shows a great understanding of analysing need in an organisation and then making sure that you're giving the best tools to go and meet the need of your, of your people that you're dealing and with.
1: And to empower the employees, which I love seeing a project that does that.
0: Great user-centered design. Yes. <laughs> now, Kirsten, as always, I've got to go and actually do a few thank yous here. So I need to go thank the team at Unispace, Pace, Houston, Squat Inc, and of course, Hoyne. Amazing set of projects. I think the expression that's really come through our 12th episode here, is it's all about placemaking and it's all about doing things for people. And that's my motto, isn't it? It's totally. And that's where we are today, right? (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the 12th one here. Thank you for having me. And uh, audience, uh, it's been great to go have you across our twelve podcast so far. I said, I think in the second one, that Kirsten was going to help me to go and actually bet a <laughs> few things down. She's done a great job there. And, uh, and I know who's coming up in the next episode, but I can't tell oh. you about that. Got to go keep that secret. But it is another. This is going to be like a rival off between two great UX people here, here in Melbourne. I know Kirsten and this lady are great friends. So I'm sure it'll all be fine. But Kirsten, thank you so much for helping us out. I look forward to seeing you back as we go to another wrap in the next week or two. As always, thank you. Thank you, audience. Be driven by design.